Listening to this episode, you probably understand having one source of income is too close to none. And as one of the wealthiest people in the world, Warren Buffett says, if you don't find a way to make money in your sleep, you will work until you die. With that being said, I am finally exposing the industry to this very unique very secretive way to make money in real estate that no one is talking about. No, I'm not talking about wholesaling. No, I'm not talking about fixing flips. No, I'm not talking about rehabs, right? No, I'm not talking about flipping contracts. I'm talking about event spaces. And what I'm going to do, I'm going to go ahead and show you for $300, I'm going to waive that $300 fee and give you access to my free masterclass where I'm going to show you how to find your own location. I'm going to show you how to fund your own location. I'm going to show you how to automate this entire process. The same process that I help hundreds and hundreds of people do, I'm now pulling back the curtains. I'm going to help you do the same thing. So what I want you to do right now, go to event space masterclass.com right now. Go ahead and register. And as soon as you're done, Go back to the episode. Once again, go to eventspacemasterclass.com. I will see you in our next class. These are just tools. There might be a moment where you're like, man, I need to jump in on this. Maybe you hear somebody of influence say something that you disagree with. And you might say, listen, respect the individual. Man, they said this and that is just not true. And you then share what your convictions are. And I believe that, that you do need to be on offense and not defense right now. So you might just say... Uh, you know, Bloomberg, this goes back to trends, says a recession is looming. Now, a lot of people are going to click on that because it's fear-based, yeah. which is good because a lot of people are scared. But then you get, you go, listen, I'm looking at all of these articles. They're saying recessions happen and this is happening. You go, respect, that might be happening. But here's what my belief is. Mm. I'm going to prosper in a recession and an up or a down economy. And that's a fact, though. Exactly. We both are. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I, I knowing your spirit and just getting to know you the last forty days, yeah. but knowing that that's the way you would take it, you're jumping on the negative news. You're jumping on fear, but you're also going to bring a positive message. Mm. So you might say, "It has to work where it has to work." Welcome to an episode of Accelerate the Great. I'm your host Nehemiah Davis, and today. I get the opportunity to bring you a real live goat. And you're probably like, yo, what are you talking about? I'm bringing my guy, Sean, on the podcast. When I talk about king of YouTube, right? When I talk about this man got a recipe to help anybody YouTube grow and get to the next level, but not just YouTube, like his team, just content creation is, you know, just advanced. So I'm excited to welcome my brother, Sean, to the show. How you feeling, brother? Feeling grateful, man. Thank oh, man. you so much for having me. Hey, man. And uh, man, I'm just so grateful for your energy. Even you, we're recording this like kind of late. Yeah. But it's 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 grind 24-7, man. Bro. I have respect. And I appreciate you just doing um come and I know we're late. You grinded all day today and you said, bro, we're still gonna film the podcast. You still decided to show up for me. So I don't take that lightly. I don't take your time lightly. I know the level that you're at. And I just want to say thank you for it, bro. Yeah, 100 yeah. percent Grateful. Anything. Yeah, yeah, thank you. So man, what how did you like you, like my friends was raving about your event. I'm talking about raving, like, yo, best event I've ever been to around YouTube. Like, so many of my people went. And how did you get down this rabbit hole? You, like, tell me a little bit about yourself, but then how did you get down this rabbit hole of YouTube? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy because today we have something like 3 million subscribers. Wow. The book, YouTube Secrets, is like the number one best selling YouTube strategy book and like, hundreds of millions of views, mm. but I'm just a small town kid, call it dropout. And actually I started shooting video for my local church in 2003 for a youth group with 16 kids. Wow. And uh, the youth pastor was like, here's a video camera, here's some video editing software. And I just started to make videos and they were terrible. You know what mm. I mean? Like they were horrible, 2003, oh God. but I was practicing. And yeah. then actually in 2007, we started a vlog for my pastor. Wow. This is an hour north of Seattle. Wow. And that was terrible too. But I mean, we were like just dipping our toes in the water. Yeah. So, so like, I really believe in God's plan. Like I was positioned early. I mean, that was two years after YouTube started. Wow. And so fast forward to like 2009, 10, I started a freelance business. So my main kind of skill set I was sharpening was video production, shooting, lenses, cameras. So then I got on YouTube and I learned about affiliate marketing. 
And I started to do camera tutorials, you know, what lens should I buy for my camera? And that was when Think Media, our company today started. And it, it started slow. Wow. I remember the first, you know, affiliate commission I ever made on uh, Amazon, it was like $2.12. You know, that was my percentage. And CNBC actually did a documentary about me recently, like this mini 10 minute documentary, because I had almost a $40,000 month just from Amazon affiliates. Wow. That many clicks, that many cameras. Today, Think Media is actually a team of creators. And so it's just kind of scaled up from then. Now it's, you know, 21 different income streams and the passion of video. We've turned it into a book, we've turned it into an event um, and just trying to be faithful every step of the way, you know, wow. more doors of opportunity have opened up. And so we're just walking through each one strategically. That is, you said something though that is critical. Uh, we were at a mastermind together. So we're at masterminds are so powerful bro i've been with you literally within a 40-day span twice once in miami at grant cardone's mastermind in that room annually they generated 1.95 billion dollars yeah annually yeah right that's one room we meet again at another room pete vargas mastermind that room probably did the same amount of revenue um, before I go to my question, why is it important about getting in a room? Like I tell people all the time now how me and you wouldn't have met. We wouldn't be doing this podcast yep. if it wasn't for us getting in that room. Yep. Right. What, like how critical is it getting in the room? I think there's a lot of reasons. I mean, I think one is going to be those connections. Yeah. Like if you want to get access to higher level people, you need to invest. Yeah. Um, and it shows you're serious. Higher mm -hmm. level people are playing a bigger game. Yeah. So if you want to play a bigger game, you make an investment that helps you play bigger. Mm -hmm. I think too, you know, sometimes people wonder, am I going to learn information that is going to make me that money back? Wow. And the truth is you might, but there's a lot of great information in books. You should be reading books. There's a lot of great information in courses. There's two things that I see happen in masterminds. The first thing is it's going to be those connections because the connection you make can generate untold amounts of revenue, partnership, biz dev, mm. different things that happen. That mm. The second thing, though, is I've learned that there's some things that are more caught than taught. Mm. Man, when we were hanging caught out with... Taught. Grant Cardone, just sitting by him. It was weird, too. I was I sitting up write, front. Right I had to the, write that down. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was sitting right, like, by his hip. I could have just, like, touched his knee. You yeah, know, he's literally. on that stool. Like, yeah. I'm in front center. You had a white shirt, whitish gray shirt on. I remember it. That's right. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, I'm sitting with a billionaire. Thanks. And and a lot, I'd, I'd heard some of Grant's stuff before, but there was, there's, like, something tangible that you catch something. Mm. Like, I was catching a higher level of courage, vision, and that certain levels of confidence, that stuff's transferable, yeah. you know. I've actually heard you can't read about courage. You can't really study courage. Courage is transferred when you get around courageous people. Ooh. And so there's something about getting in the room. Like, and so I've found so much transformation, yes, in the relationships, yes, in the connections. It absolutely affects the bottom line of my business from the ideas and the things that I implement. But there's also, it just has changed me as a person, as a man, as a leader, to get around other high-level leaders that propel me to the next level. Mm, ooh, that's good. You said something that, like, for me, I started my business mm, 15 years ago. First seven years, no mentors, no coaching. Like, I figured a lot of everything on my own, or I saw someone did it, and I'm like, yo, how do you do it? And they kind of showed me. So somewhat a mentor, but... You said something like you court YouTube two years after it started. How did like how do you spot opportunities? Because I think that's if you're able to. There's people who make millions or billions of dollars who are early adopters of things, catch yeah. trends. They do certain things. How did you know? It, did you know it was going to take off? Like who exposed like two years in? I'm yeah. like, we talking about you said 2003. Yeah. Yeah, well, 2003 in video, YouTube starts in 2005. We started YouTube channel for the church in 2007. That's crazy. You know, I would say personally, I actually don't think I have won because uh, I'm one of those uh, like bleeding edge people. Yeah. I think all you really, to be an early adopter, I don't think is that hard. There's already some pioneers, some prophets that are really shouting when it seems super weird. Like you start hearing about crypto NFTs and people are like, oh man. And they're like, no, they're super early. The blockchain, all that, that's gonna be here. And it feels maybe, you know, 
really early for some. That's like that bleeding edge level. I like to come in actually once something's kind of proven. Mm. So I didn't, I don't think I actually really spotted YouTube. In a way, it's almost like YouTube chose me. Mm. You know, my name's Sean Cannell, rhymes with YouTube channel. And so, you know. <laughs> I saw that last night. Yeah, I mean, I maybe. Uh, but it, but because it was actually the pastor of that church, and it wasn't a very like progressive church, but he, he went to a conference. Mm. He invested in himself. He actually went to Hawaii and got around people that were talking about business, social media, and so he came back and he's like, we should start a Twitter. And we're like, what's that? Even as an elder millennial, it was like Twitter, you know, but we, so I started to get into social media. That gave me a little bit of an edge, but I think the key, and if you're listening to this was now fast forward to 2010 and I had a little bit of time in it. That was the early adopters. Uh, and now I could be kind of at that, that like front of the arc because YouTube now is out five years and then I start to really lean in and to be honest with you I probably should have went all in sooner mm. I think people are too you know I I really didn't go all in on thick media until 2015 wow so it was what about was the change what was the shift between 2007 to 2015 to go all in what were you doing in those seven years were you working I in those were years you? I was working okay. and I was in ministry okay and so I was, it was also paying the bills. Yeah. You kind of have your day job. Yeah. And so as mm -hmm. I went through like uh, an internship at a church where I learned video, yeah. I then just started serving. Eventually I got hired at a church in Las Vegas. And so I also really believe that like, if you're faithful with what's in your hands, God will give you what's in your heart. Say that one more time. Yeah. You're I mean, giving me a lot of things. I got to just go ahead and write down. I mean, I think like, again, I, once I, I believe ministry is a calling. You know, and so I was in ministry and I wanted to be faithful. I wanted to be planted. And I, I sensed that God was developing me as a leader. We wouldn't be able to have the team we have today if I hadn't learned leadership lessons and team lessons. Um, you know, it wasn't just the content creation piece. It's like the self-discipline piece. It's the working with other people piece. It's the how do you, you know, scale something. And so part of it was that. And then part of it was also just practical day-to-day -day stuff. I mean, uh, you know, 2009, we actually went through a crazy season. My wife almost died. Ooh, I'm sorry to hear that. I mean, thank God she's here today, and it's thank been God. crazy to wow. see the miracles. But she, she like, she got really sick, and the housing bubble burst. Mm. And so we had two homes. Those were crushed. The tenants of one rental, they lost their job, and so that was defaulting. We were house hacking a house uh, with some other families. They were moving out. We couldn't afford the mortgage. Had to short sell that house. And then actually, the church we were part of started to kind of fall apart. So the punchline was I was needing as a man, as a leader in my home, to get a job with healthcare, the door open in Vegas, so I planted there. And all that to say, to fast forward through that season, was that whole time um, I was still working on YouTube, still doing some side work for freelance clients, and still wanting to like move my passion and my gift forward. I enjoyed the season I was in. I thought maybe I'd be in it forever, but I kind of also knew this pull to like media, social, yeah. entrepreneurship, but I also need to take care of my family, salary, health care. And then in 2015, that season really transitioned. And once I kind of almost felt released from ministry, I felt mm. like I had been prepared. I had learned a lot. I had been changed. And even my pastor at the time helped me kind of get clarity. Uh, you know, I, I was a campus pastor for a year and a half. So I was doing some weddings and funerals and working with a local congregation, which I would say too, that changed me. Mm. It helped me love my community more. It helped me respect people more. It helped like really round out some of the edges of having a deep empathy. I think if you're gonna build a big social media platform and following, you wanna deeply care mm -hmm. about your, your, your community and it's yeah. not just about you, it's about service. So I'm being changed in all these seasons, but I remember my pastor at the end of that, he goes, and how are you feeling about the last year and a half as a campus pastor? And I go, you know, Pastor Benny, I go, uh, I kind of feel like Michael Jordan playing baseball. Mm. And he, and with him, like sports analogies are like prophecies. He was like, yeah, man, I get it. You know, like, and so it was, I, I knew that I, I could kind of do that because I, I am wired as a leader, but I had so much clarity that YouTube marketing, you know, social media video was like a passion calling and, uh, and then he saw it as well. And so that was, uh, in that moment, it was a pivot into entrepreneurship. And then what's crazy is I, I believe that the rise of Think Media has been pretty fast. Mm. But it's one of those things where 
a lot's happened in the last six six years, but people didn't see the 10 years of pain and development yeah. and the roots mm. growing deep first before the tree started to grow up. So it's really been, all oh, you take it all the way back to 2003, and then in the last six years, it's been massive acceleration. You know, I mean, I guess our team is 23 people now, and we just wow. are scaling and buying a building in Las Vegas and figuring things out. Congrats. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a firm believer in, in, in that development of, as a leader and character, yep. you know, in terms of, uh, of that process. Awesome. So, man, I got to talk to you about, hold on, let me pull this up, man. So you sent me something to my house. Um, Top secret, and um, I got to talk to you about this, man. So let me go open this thing up. Yeah, want to know the secret? Ooh, I want to know the secret. I'm sure if you're looking at this, you want to know the secret. And I just bought uh, earlier. I bought the audio book, but yeah. I'm happy you sent me a YouTube secrets updated second edition. You told me early ninety extra pages. Yeah, one I love the box. Thank you so much for. One sending it to me is is dope, but I gotta talk to you and I and I'm going to use this time to little learn a little bit about YouTube and see how we can. You told me you got three million subs. Yeah, yeah. I gotta fix. You got the formula. Yeah, yeah. I need to uh, I need to have a little conversation about just some things that maybe I need to be focused on. One of my biggest mistakes was I've been one channel dominant. Mm. Like I don't. Like and if if anything, if I was gonna be one channel dominant, I would have shit was on YouTube because it's evergreen. It's like I can go post all these things on Instagram, right? And you're never gonna go back and look at sixty videos. I don't think. Right. You're not gonna go on my Instagram and search how to make money, yeah. how to grow your Instagram following, how to do this. But YouTube, you can do that. It's the second, from I understand, the second largest search engine in the world. Yeah. It's. It's an evergreen model. I mean, I got podcasts that I've done with David, with all of these individuals, and they're they still being seen every single day. My Instagram isn't being seen. Like, meaning mm -hmm. people aren't scrolling mm -hmm. down 60 posts yeah. and see what I did two years ago. But every day on YouTube, they're doing that. Yep. So I got to understand, like, some. I got to understand some of these secrets of some of these formulas. Yeah, I mean, you're already good at creating content. Yeah. Like, you're a good communicator, mm -hmm. and you're already publishing content. So yeah. what I'd probably go through, we have, like, tools in a tool belt. Yeah. And there's, like, 16 different video ideas we okay. like to teach through. If I'm you... Let uh, me tell you where I'm at, just so yeah. some kind... Because I'm going to be selfish. So our listeners, they're they going to get something out of this, yeah. learning from me, learning from you, breaking me down, uh, breaking it down. I got 13,000 subs, and I'm going to be very honest with you. I was looking the other day, and I recorded a video with Andrew, uh, some of my video team, and I'm like, man, I'm very discouraged. I'm going to be mm -hmm. honest. It's like yeah. I got 500 on YouTube, 200 on TikTok, 500 on Instagram, 500K, 200K yeah. on TikTok, and, man, I'm nothing on YouTube. I'm 13,000 subs, How minimum often? watch hours. How often do you upload? We just started uploading. Well, okay, I mean. Meaning, no. Yeah. We had, but so I was, I'm, I'm looking at it like I'm at the beginning stages. Totally. And somebody else is looking at this and they're there like, yeah. maybe I shouldn't do it at all. Yeah. But now I'm finally going all in, but I'm trying to figure out, do I go back and delete my old videos? Do I? No. Like, talk to me. Yeah. So the future is forward. Mm. And what I would start with. Is what that mean? The future is forward. It just means like, don't worry about the past. Like, okay, you it. know, upload new videos. Some videos are getting you some views and, you know, I wouldn't worry too much about them. Um, I think like we have these different video ideas in our tool belt and I'll go through a couple of them if I'm you that I would yeah, do. Yeah. And, and really topic is what it comes down to. Like if you go on YouTube, for example, um, and you look at what are the most viewed videos ever, mm -hmm. i give you some examples. You can look at videos that are like, um, uh, 10, uh, richest people's homes mm -hmm. you ever heard of it, videos like that yes I have. you know or like tour through a multi-million dollar mansion yeah or you know uh, a certain ferrari compared to a certain lamborghini mm -hmm. or two different videos and they go head to head yeah like so of course those topics get a certain level of attention yeah now if you were you do a video on um you know how to start a mastermind yeah well, that's never going to get millions of views right that's acceptable right yeah. no not that's not it's more tactical specific things so the simplest way to get started is to answer specific questions what are the top questions people ask you that would attract your ideal viewer mm. 
What are the what are the top Instagram reels that perform for you? Well, the top ones is normally me teaching something, like something very quick, how to open up an event space, okay. how to make a million dollars from your first ebook, there how to yeah, it's like quick stuff. So so and and on YouTube, I don't think it would need to be quick. How to make a million dollars from your first ebook mm-hmm. is an incredible YouTube video. Okay. And that's a great title. Yep. And that is a specific question with also a really cool promise. So that's number one, answer specific questions. Mm-hmm. One of the ones I'd lean Can into. Can I write this down while please? we don't? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I, we call it ASQ, okay. answer specific questions. Okay. Um, one of the ones I would do if, secondly, is I would do TSS, teach specific skills. Mm. Tell, tell me about that. Yeah. That's also kind of like answer specific questions, but there may just be a question like if a real estate agent was watching this, they might be like, um, you know, uh, uh, should I get an FHA loan or a conventional loan? Yeah. It's like a question. Yeah. Teach specific skills might should be. Should I start an ebook or do I start a course first? Sure. Like, yeah, okay. it's a very specific, you know, or what are the best ways to make money online? It's kind of a general question. You're going to give some answers. Teach specific skills might be where you get in there granularly and show people how to do things. Mm. Like, more specifically, if uh, you wanted to teach about like how to set up uh, a Facebook ad literally step-by-step in 2023, those can get a ton of views. Mm. So if there's any kind of tutorials or things that give people a lot of practice, YouTube is a education platform. Like 65% of people want to answer a specific question. They want to learn something. And so sometimes it's not just necessarily talking head information. And the cool thing about these, you don't have to necessarily do all of them or any of them, but these are all tools in your tool belt. And I've start, I've learned that some of the most kind of tutorial-based videos, they can do really good. But this is where it gets interesting. The next one is trend surfing. Trend surfing. So you'll be able to crush this because yeah. you're, you're plugged into culture and trend surfing is where you make a video reacting or commentating or tying into a particular trend. So what's a trend? So uh, a recent trend could be like the Fed raises rates uh, 75 basis points. And so if you're a loan officer, you should be talking about that. Like, yeah. Or if or if you just want to talk about money in general, you, sh- you should be talking about that. Uh, maybe uh, the government's doing stimulus checks or the government has uh, uh, done something that is related to your audience. You talk about that. Uh how do I do it around my digital business? You know, I teach people how to make extra 50 to a quarter million leveraging masterminds, ebooks, yep. courses, and your personal brand. Yeah, so, uh, you know. Hey, stop what you're doing. I know you're watching this episode. I want you to go to sevenfigurevirtualeventebook.com. I'm going to say it again, sevenfigurevirtualeventebook.com. I had the privilege this year to help multiple people do six and seven figure days leveraging virtual events. And I put together a seven step process that's going to walk you through a step by step by step. And once you're done with that book, if you're like, Neo, I want to learn this a lot more in a deeper sense, I want you to go to mastermindwithneo.com. This is one pillar of my mastermind, right? We got five different pillars that we teach. This is just one pillar, how to dominate virtual events, right? So if you're interested, go to mastermindwithneo.com and book a call with my team to see if you are a good fit to join our mastermind. Let's go. It could be anything like Forbes releases an article that says that by 2025, the e-learning industry is going to be a billion dollar a day industry. Well, trend surfing is you're tying into news headlines, Forbes, and then you're in the video. Okay. So trends also could be things like I did a recent one that actually tied into the recession. Um, you know, people are debating whether or not we're in, in one, but two quarters of negative GDP. Mr. Beast manager released an article. So this helps to like peruse on Google News, yeah. see what's happening in your keyword. For me, it's creator economy. So I go in and I look up creator economy. I find out that that's your own keyword or something that being meaning made like it. the the topics I want to be tuned into. OK, got it. So okay. maybe you want to be t- I'm tuned into I search YouTube. OK, I search creator economy. If someone's watching this or in real estate, they're paying attention to real estate, maybe local. You might be paying attention to finance. You might be paying attention to uh, and you also might be looking at kind of different blogs or even on Instagram, people you follow like something leaks and it could be it, something is um, as newsworthy as, let me give you the next one, influence surfing. So trend surfing is like news. Influence surfing is reacting to or commentating on someone 
else of influence. So I've seen mm. I've seen a lot of people do this in a positive light or a negative light. Either one, it's up to you. Okay. And it's whatever well, your positive, conviction so. is. Okay. Like negative doesn't have to be bad. So there's a guy, Meet Kevin, big personal finance YouTuber, who actually made videos where he disagreed with Grant Cardone. Like for example, here's a, it's a good example. You could actually put like Robert Kiyosaki has made videos about Dave Ramsey. Yeah. Robert Kiyosaki says leverage credit. Yeah. Dave says cut up your credit cards. Right. That's a good fight to get in. Right. Because if it's your conviction, like listen, you got to be disciplined. You're not going to spend credit card, use your credit cards for consumer debt. You're going to be using it to build your business. You're going to be using it. And so when someone doesn't know you yet, if you're trend surfing and you already have an audience, you have an audience other places, but you're going to your YouTube channel, you're meeting new people. Maybe something happens. It could be with someone like a personal finance expert, but it also could just be you reacting to the beef between Kanye and Kim right now. Mm. And you might, you might, there might be a lesson to learn in that. Yeah. I'll give you an example. Uh, my friend Charlie has a channel called Charisma on Command. Mm. And so his videos will be like three secrets we can learn from Ellen about communication. Mm. They don't know him yet, but they know that he's breaking down. When Conor McGregor was big in the UFC, really and doing a lot of fights, he'd make like a video breaking down some stuff from Conor McGregor. So these are just tools. There might be a moment where you're like, man, I need to jump in on this. Wow. Maybe you hear somebody of influence say something that you disagree with. And you might say, listen, respect the individual. But man, they said this and that is just not true. And you then share what your convictions are. Yeah. And I believe that, that you do need to be on offense and not defense right now. Yeah. So you might just say, uh, you know, Bloomberg this goes back to trends, says a recession is looming. Now, a lot of people are going to click on that because it's fear-based, yeah. which is good because a lot of people are scared. But then you get, you go, listen, I'm looking at all of these articles. They're saying recessions happen and this is happening. You go, respect, that might be happening. But here's what my belief is. Mm. I'm going to prosper in a recession and an up or a down economy. And that's a fact, though. Exactly. We both are. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I, I, knowing your spirit and just getting to know you the last 40 days, yeah. but knowing that that's the way you would take it, you're jumping on the negative news, you're jumping on fear, but you're also going to bring a positive message. Mm. So you might say, Hey, we, friends, we got to read this article together. And you have like Forbes in it. Forbes says USA is doomed. Is this like a green screen? You know, on Instagram, I use a green screen. I pull the article up yeah, and it's behind me. Well, like, am I? How am I doing it on YouTube? Am I pulling you, the article and showing it in my background? Like, how do I do that? You could, you could read it on an iPad and somebody could help you with editing and edit it in later. Okay. You could use something like StreamYard and go live and like share your screen. So you could be just kind of on a camera or a laptop okay. and share your screen where you're reading an article. You're like, friends, let's look at this together. Okay. You're like, so, so here's the five predictions from Bloomberg News. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. And, and you know what's interesting? I learned this strategy from uh, Dave Ramsey and from Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone's got shows. He's got Cardone Zone. He's got Young Hustlers. He's got Power Players. He's got yep. G&E Show with his wife. Mm -hmm. And so what Grant would do on Cardone Zone is he would look at something like recent job numbers or recent unemployment or something. And he'd, he'd start a show with, a, with what's happening in culture, what's happening in people's minds, and then he'd tap into his stuff. He'd be like, he'd be like, listen, you know, number one, you got to get committed. Number two. So he would jump off on the trend and I would see Ken Coleman on the Dave Ramsey network. I would see him do the same thing. He's like a jobs guy. So all that to say is you can answer specific questions. You could teach specific skills. You can react to trends. One of the ones to complete the loop that I saw Mr. Beast's manager, Reed Desher, wrote an article internally, uh, an email to all their creators. He has a network of creators. And he said, how to prepare for the coming recession mm. for content creators, because brands were canceling contracts. Yeah. A lot of tech companies were doing layoffs and they were constrict contracting in the fourth quarter. So because I think this way and I think, okay, trend surfing. And if I put creator economy recession in my YouTube title and, and kind of have maybe like that crashing stock market, there's a good creator named Graham Stephan where you could see he does it like almost every single video is almost trend surfing. Yeah. Like he kind of goes on, this is what the Fed says, this is what's happening in the market, but it really performs well. And then he brings though, that's I think the key. It, it's, you're not like a purveyor of doom and gloom. Typically you're tapping into where people's emotions are. Yeah. And I would hopefully, anybody listening to this, you're also then gonna be a hope dealer 
You're going to deliver tactics. So I read Reed's thing. I just read through it. I go, he tells you to do this, 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 and this. And then I share my two cents. And people are grateful too. Thanks for helping me plan ahead. Hey, save up cash. Be ready to take care of opportunities. Yeah. And so people are, it's, it's a, you get into that trend and you, of course, then deliver your content. You can contextualize that. And then influence surfing is, you know, another one where uh, a lot of channels, if you look at someone like all these different kind of talk show, you know, Joe Rogan would probably be one of the best examples. This works for you to doing podcasts. Yeah. And David did this with me the other day. He brought up some YouTube stories. Joe Rogan clips, which go super viral, yep. is him and a guest. And he'll say, what do you think about this whole thing that's happening right now in the elections? Yeah. What do you think about to these different mm. guests? And he's just constantly hitting culture. Yeah. And so if you could do a long form podcast, mm. but then you throughout that plant some questions, what are the recent news headlines? What I might do, and this one thing we want to do at Think Media, is I might get someone also to help you on your team to be like a research assistant. Mm. To yeah, like serve up, up for that. Yeah, serve up hot stories to you. I remember yeah. watching like Kelly Ripa on, you know, the it used to be the Regis and Kelly show, right? Yeah. And on her desk would be a, a pile of stories. You could do that research yourself, but if there's something like, yeah, there might be something. To Did you hear about this? Yeah. And it's something that you then are able to put, you know, like what did, uh, uh, you know, former President Barack Obama said what about the current pre And you just, that's the beginning yeah. of your show. Yeah. Or that's something that you bring up. And you, so whatever it is, you could say, you know, Dr. Dre just did what? Just sold beats yeah. for how much money? And, and then friends, this is what that teaches us. So you're tapping into those headlines. Mm. You're able to put them. And create a teacher moment. And then these thumbnails are. Yeah, tell me about the thumbnails. They're brands. Yeah. They're but, you. Or maybe maybe you're not even in them. Let me ask you this one question before I, we go to thumbnails. Because I just want to make sure. I, with the trend surfing. Is the idea is that we catch as many views and all of that be on that video initially. But because after a while, if the trend how to maximize on Corona. Yeah. Excuse me. Maybe I don't know if I could say that on YouTube, but C19. Yeah. But it's over with now. So that video now becomes useless. Yeah. Or do we not care about that? Just so I understand. That's why you have multiple tools in your tool belt. Okay. Answer specific questions, teach specific skills. Those are like, those are like fine wine. They get better with age. Mm. <laughs> those videos, people keep searching for how to make a million dollars with an ebook. This and... The trend surfing videos, though, those do expire, but those could get you that quick growth yeah. and new discovery of people who didn't know you, but they've been following the trends. Mm -hmm. And then people go, man, I just, I resonate with Neil, man. Yeah. He's like, I really have like, uh, what else does he have? Mm -hmm. And then they can go into your YouTube channel. Yeah. So it's kind of like you want to have multiple bullets in your, you know, weaponry. You're, you're, you're putting out these different types of videos you know, one another one would be then video podcasts because all of those wouldn't necessarily be a video podcast in and of themselves. Mm -hmm. They might be a seven minute video, a particular tutorial. How they, long should all of these be that you just taught me about? I mean, as long as it needs and as short as possible. So, I mean, if you can hit it in five minutes, that's like a clip, okay. you know. So let's say then video podcasting, just like we're doing now, is a foundational uh, moment. Maybe it'd be a longer clip, but you, you could potentially, this is a video podcast we're doing right so now. So we're doing a video podcast. Yes. And if you consolidated down and maybe even made my long windedness shorter, you could probably say, you know, five video types for going viral on YouTube. Mm. And then I'm like ASQ, TSS, you mm. know, trend surfing, influence surfing, video podcasting. There's five. Wow. And this clip is inside of this video podcast. Yeah. But the bigger video podcast might be like how to crush it on YouTube with Sean Cannell. Yeah. So you're, you're hitting and rhymes with YouTube channels, rhymes with YouTube channel. <laughs> and so the video podcast format also might be for the people who get to know you 45 minutes, hour long shows. But of course, you know, the influence surfing would include celebrity guests. Yeah. Same kind of idea. In some cases though, you don't even need to know the celebrity to, tap into their influence because you could have them in the thumbnail you commentate on yeah. them legally by the way that's fair use it's yeah. fair use law if you commentate in the video on them you can use them in the thumbnail just like a news station would do mm. and so Ooh, that's a gem yeah so like it. so then that's a piece so i talk about kevin hart i could use them in the thumbnail yeah 
And 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 again, you make a video like three business lessons I learned from Kevin Hart. Wow. Jeez, I hope people are hearing this. Three business lessons. Wow. And I mean, number five, video podcasting. Another one we say is OPC. Mm, tell me about that. So it stands for, it's not OPP. It's not Naughty by Nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's OPC, other people's content. And so other people's content mm, would be... Mm, mm. Three things from Kevin Hart is like my friend Evan Carmichael, he uh, he does these videos like Oprah's top ten rules to success. Yeah, and it's all these different curated clips of Oprah, but he then it kind of hosts them. Yeah. So why can't you do that? Facts. So again, you're trying to grow the channel up. You might say like three, five tips from Kevin Hart on business. Yeah. And you, you, he's the hook. You intro it. What's interesting is, you know, you mentioned our event. So that's not the main kind of content we do, but this can all fit. Yeah. So what I did was I planned out a video, and I, I knew we had Gary Vaynerchuk coming to our conference. Interesting, I didn't even get him to agree to come on to a podcast or anything before. Mm. But I know Fair Use Law, and this was probably better than him on a podcast. So I, I thought, okay. He's got all his content out there. Let me go find everywhere he talked about YouTube. And I came up with a video called Gary V's Seven Rules of YouTube Success. Mm. Like Evan's never made a video like that, but yeah. I'm inspired. I like it's one of the content formats, one of those tools in your tool belt. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay. So I went, found these videos, did all the time codes, and then recorded myself on camera. And for me, I was able to pass that off to an editor. So I sent him like a Google Doc and I was like, these are the clips. And I named the rules, like do this, do this, do this. And it came up with seven. I, I narrated through. And then, you know, it's like the hook. It was like tip number one, tip number two. And then I was like, hey, by the way, Gary Vee is speaking at our event, yeah. you know, growvideolive.com. And then I'm adding value and then promoting also our event mid-video. And then I also promoted it at the end. And that video did three, four, five X better than our other videos. Wow. reaching an audience with value and also promoting our event. And of course, having Gary speaking was great. Yeah. But again, I was able to just make that video on my own initiative. Mm. Of course, Gary's in the thumbnail. The video led to new subscribers. They discovered Think Media in the process. It wasn't even just about the event. And that video is still getting views to this day. It's mm. the only video about Gary V's top seven rules of YouTube success. Wow. Even better when I tie it into my niche. Wow. If you niche down, because a lot of people might be doing like Kevin Hart highlights of comedy, but that's not what you're after. You're after the JT's top five rules of success. Yeah, and you're pulling his entrepreneur stuff. Wow. If you're pulling his business wow. stuff, and that's, because that's also the kind of people you want to attract. You don't even actually want to go 10 million views viral. You want to get 555,000 views on his business tips because you want to attract business owners, serious people. You want to attract thinkers, you know, those Think that media. entrepreneurs. Yeah. Yeah. And so the kind of videos you post end up leading to the types of people you will attract. And so, again, if you were to do like, I know music on YouTube is kind of sketchy, but if you were to do like best verses of Jay-Z, you might get millions of views, but it's just a bunch of random people. So you do tie it into like entrepreneurship and Jay-Z and then you, and that would be a real, that's, that's tying influence surfing with OPC, other people's content. And I could go on and on, but they, I mean, you just do like those six we just talked about yeah. and, and just start pumping videos out. And then I think it's about, you know, we talk about videos, how many a week I need to be pumping out right now based well, I mean, on 13,000 subs. My goal next 90 days, take it to 50,000 within a year. Yeah. Quarter million subs. A couple of things. I mean, uh, if I'm you, I'm, I'm. I, as much as you can. Yeah. Okay. How much time do you have? We got and that. How much time a week can you give me to, to YouTube? I could give you about eight hours. Okay, so if you give me eight hours, I'm gonna spend. Uh, I'm gonna spend two three hours preparing my content. Two to three hours preparing. I'm gonna then shoot four videos at least, all in one session. Two to three. So you're like, you know, and, and if you, which you do, because you you got a team delegation. If you That's what about to ask you, what do my team need to look like? Well, you this? might also you should you should you should text somebody and be like, hey, let's let's find a bunch of rules and present me Jay Z's rules of success. I need you to watch his video podcast. I need to watch these clips and find where he talks about business. That gives you some leverage. Someone presents that to you, you just sit down and you present the information. That's gonna help you go faster. Mm. If you got to sit down and build the whole video out, it's that's good too. But that's how you're gonna be using your time. If you can if you can compound. 
four people in a row to come on the podcast. Whatever you could do to like compress time, yeah. we call it batching. Compound four people to come. When you say that, four separate people or sit four people uh, here and we do it. Four in a row. Here's oh, another that's one. What I want to make sure. You could do different parts. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I was at, you know, David's podcasters boot camp yeah. today. And so you could do different parts where like you could upload one video with me or you could upload two videos and you have two different thumbnails, two different titles. Mm. One could be maybe the YouTube section of the conversation. The other one could be like, you know, and and that's two uploads, yeah. which is more chance for if each one's strong, strong title, strong thumbnail. Uh, so sometimes I prepare my interviews purposely in advance to break them in parts. Ooh. Maybe one is going to be like, I'm like, OK, with this person, this this first 25 minutes, I just want to kind of talk about a story of more like story and perseverance of Stormy Wellington or somebody you hook up with, you know, like so you're like, OK, and then maybe she's got a particular thing she teaches. So in part two, and you could you could hope that happens organically, but it's much better if you architect it. So just thinking about how you can get more uploads, I think ultimately, you know, with uh, eight hours a week, you you just commit. And then I also would encourage you to be patient. At the same time, I know you're driven and ambitious. Yeah, I'd and, be like, I'm like, yo, give me 50 yeah. or 100K subs or yeah. I quit. Yeah, and, and what happens is it does compound because especially as you answer specific <sighs> questions, you do stuff like Jay-Z's top five rules of business success and stuff like that. That kind of video. I got to do that before this video goes out because someone else is going to do it. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, that's a lot of good ideas on this podcast. Oh, my God. You sitting here giving me. Y'all, if you're listening to this, this is a full-on mastermind he's giving me. Like a full, Sean, I appreciate you, my brother. I mean, this is, I don't want it to end, y'all. My God. Yo, bro, I'm, and I want them to know this. Like when I talk about taking notes, it's like y'all can't see all my notes, but I'm serious about these notes, bro. Last thing I do is I, would, I wouldn't just like tell your Instagram and anybody, anything else that you have a, uh, a YouTube channel, once you're committed and you're consistent, I would do a campaign, a continuous campaign to educate your current audience about YouTube and the value there. Here's the mistake people make. Mm -hmm. They're like, hey, Instagram, go subscribe to my YouTube channel. Well, what value does that have for the people following you there? Yeah. But if you were to do a reel and say, hey, listen, we are, this is the kind of stuff, Phil DeFranco's doing this. He goes, I'm giving... $10,000 away this month to um, 10. Hey guys, so you being a digital entrepreneur, two questions I want you to ask yourself. What comes easy to you and harder to others? And what can you create for one time that could pay you for the rest of your life? And what comes to mind when I think about something like that, I think about eBooks, I think about classes, I think about courses, right? I think about coaching programs, I think about masterminds, right? So while I'm sitting here filming this video for you, I've got hundreds and hundreds of DMs coming in with people literally ready to buy my products, right? I got emails going out, right? And I got a full-fledged team that is working for me so I don't have to do the work. So if you're interested, I'm hosting a free class where I'm gonna literally break down all of my digital strategy behind an eight-figure company showing you everything, right? From how to market yourself, how to stand up, stand out from the audience, how to get customers who gladly wanna pay you. I wanna break all of those things down. So if you're interested in learning more, go ahead and click the link below. We're gonna go ahead and get you inside and show you everything you need to get to that next level. Uh, new subscribers to my channel this month. Promote that Thou everywhere. Thousand each or a ten thousand. Okay, gotcha. And so, yeah. so, so now at least someone can not only go there, see what's happening, and subscribe. You get on and you say, you get a great video that drops, and you even maybe go a little more heartfelt. You open up the story, Instagram story, and you just say, "Hey, listen, like." What we're doing over on YouTube is pretty amazing. If you haven't seen our YouTube channel yet, here's what's in it for you. We're uploading stuff. We're not talking about it anywhere else. Yeah. You know, we're dropping some really research videos that are going to give you the insights and secrets of some of the top business people that I love and respect. Yeah. Hey, can you go subscribe? And then just do that every one, like consistently do that. Now, if you got an email list, it's like, let your email list know about the giveaway. Let your email list know about the next video. And not just once consistently and not not overly marketing like hey just go subscribe just go subscribe it could be if it's too pushy and it's all at once a few people go and then you forget about it this is how you would kind of migrate 
your current audience over there, it's going to help you get there faster. Mm. You make it like you could say like, hey, team, what's the what's the three month campaign slow and steady that we just are consistently educating and promoting our YouTube channel? Because the other thing is you don't really want even you also don't want people to go just because you do want as much as possible to get people who are going because of the articulated value of why they should go. And in a way, it's almost the exclusivity could almost be like, listen, and honestly, don't go unless you're serious about business. I'm only going to be sharing my best stuff. Yeah. You know, or what? I, like you want you want to build up that cultivated audience. And so the giveaway thing could be cool, but sometimes it can attract people who are like, I just want to go and they don't really watch YouTube. Yeah. So we typically tell people the best way to grow on YouTube is YouTube itself. Not moving an audience from somewhere else. However, in your case, you got a lot of people who love you, yeah. so you want to you want to let them know what you're doing, why it matters, why it'll benefit to them, methodically while you're focusing on your strategy of uploading consistent videos. And you said something else that's key because I hear everybody talk about, it, and I, again, you're dropping game. How critical is that thumbnail? Like how? I, and I still need to know because you said the team. To do what I need to do, how many team members do I? How many editors do I need? How many yeah. researchers? Like, I want to, I want to put a budget behind this, bro. Totally like, totally. I don't want to play around with this. I want to really go all in. Do I need a manager to manage these? Yeah. I'm, I'm not a manager. Like, yeah. what do I need to? So, so there's like a rare uh, unicorn that can be found in some low population wooded areas called a shredditor a shredditor pretty rare it's a shooter producer editor so if you there is such a thing as somebody who like could shoot and also kind of produce because they'd understand youtube and then also can edit and could kind of run your channel could scale it up as you're starting where do i find them at you can't they're almost extinct dang yeah yeah, I mean it's you know unicorns, um, but but that is one approach. Like it's because these, and then let's break it down. Then probably what you may have is who is shooting the content. That would be a question. Yeah. Then it's who is editing the content. That's probably the same person. Big question though is does that editor understand YouTube editing, or do they just edit videos? Mm. Because there's levels to the game. There's skills to you. I got to understand the hook. So it's like, if we just have this conversation, you just start right at the beginning. It's like, no, you found the, maybe a couple golden nuggets. And you've seen the beginning of podcasts mm-hmm. where like maybe a drum hits, yeah. boom. Like Ed Milet says some stuff, another boom. This is kind of what's yeah. coming up. And then it gets into it. Yeah. And and maybe- Do I need the, to do that every one of my episodes? Like, well, do you that? should always hook the video as good as possible. How do I hook? Like, how, tell me if I, because you said bring on, like just say we, you and I talk, you gave so much gems, we cut that in, but- what is a good hook if I don't have that? Like, I mean, the, the it ain't s- stop what you're doing. Look at this. Like, what the is the simplest way to do the hook? Is what would make the viewer want to watch it to the end? Wow. So, how can you tease the content coming up? Can you ask a qualifying question? Can you actually articulate a reason for them to watch until the end? Um, in reality TV, the way they do it is they do show you the best clips. So, if you turn on an episode of The Kardashians. And like there was a fight bef- between, you know, Kim, Chloe, I can't believe it. They show you that moment. Remember the coming up yeah. and it shows you a couple mm. clips. You're like, oh, wait, they went shopping where? And then they're like that fight broke out and that thing happened. And then you see that same thing happen 15 minutes later. But mm. they packed the front to give you a reason to watch until the end. You know what's actually interesting about hooks? When you watch movie trailers right now on YouTube, there's a hook before the hook because YouTube has five seconds to skip the ad. Yeah. So there's like, it goes, and it shows you all these clips that it's coming up. There's five seconds. There's a hook to get you to watch a hook that's trying to get you to watch the movie because then there's five seconds before the one minute. And so it's a way of thinking more than anything. It's, It's just what are you putting up front that would make the video irresistible to watch to the end? If I watch the beginning and it takes a couple minutes to get to the point, then I jump off. If I watch the beginning and there's no compelling reason to keep watching, then I'm not that interested. Mm. And so, so we could go into that. I mean, there's definitely check out the book and and, you know some other stuff. We go. It's a whole art. I'm sharing. I got the. I sent the. We we bought the course today, so we they about to go through that. Yeah. 
Yeah. But then I had you here. Huh? And that's how you that's how you want to build predators is yeah. to kind of think, okay, hey, as a Shredders. team. We we're 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 we buy Sean's course, Video Rake Academy, we're buying YouTube Secrets, we're buying Brendan Kane's book, Hook Point. If we don't read books, we're listening to audiobooks and we're we're consistently talking about this stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And so uh all that to say then finally is yeah, you probably want an editor, uh, I mean uh, forgive me, a a producer. That's kinda like the the individual that is uh, overseeing the edits and making sure the videos get posted and maybe is doing the channel management. Yeah. So maybe that individual is optimizing the videos, uh, writing the titles, and uh, making sure that links to the proper things are in the description. And yeah, so to important. your point as a manager, that person would also be a manager. Maybe you have one or two editors. Hey, they're making sure the shooter is dropboxing the footage and everything's getting done. What system do y'all use to work with each other? So we we use Slack for talking back and forth, and we use Monday.com for Workflow. working through videos. And, like, we'll have a video. It goes – it's in, like, pre-production, post-production, and the video, like, idea or titles there. And then it's, like, is it in editing? Is it in post-production? It's who is it? You, you got sl- a board like that you could share it to me? Yeah, we'll share it on board with you. Oh, yeah. So my team could just model that thing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's gnarly too. It's been we've been building this. This is proprietary. This should be a part of our. Yeah. It's a big yeah, but yeah. Is that part of what I bought with the course or no? No, that's a deep. Right, that's just a, just you something up, yeah. you might hook me up with. Yeah, yeah, I and this that. yeah, yeah, for sure. No, happy to help. And uh, and 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 for some, I mean, again, if you're a lot of people listening to this. You just got to grab your smartphone, punch fear in the face, and just press record, get started. You don't need a Monday board. Yeah. But to go at a more sophisticated level, that's how you, you know, step it up and stay I organized. I really want to grow this Gary V, Sean Canuck. Like, I really want Hermosi. I want to be remembered, man. Yeah. I want to – and I've been complacent with it all these years. But I, for me, I do need to get me a manager who could take this by the horns and say, I got it, Neo. Yeah. I'm going to go take this thing. Like a Omar. Yeah. That dude's a sad, like, he on your team, he's on top of it. Best I need the best. How do I get that? Oh, like, I got to find that. There's these unicorns in rare wooded areas yeah. that are, no, uh, just told I me. mean. Call it a shredder. You know, one of the things that Neil Patel told me, yeah. he said. Neil's it, a bad guy, too. He's, he's yeah, nice with yeah, it. Yeah, he's rad. He's in Vegas, too, with you, I think. Yeah, he is. Yeah. And he, uh, he told me, too, like, if you really want to find uh, someone that you know is going to be able to crush it, just hire somebody that's been successful twice. Mm-hmm. deep yeah. because the question would just be like hey what who else whose channels have you managed wow you know and, that's and, simple yeah it's pretty simple and then what who not how yeah who, who not how and so who mm. who did uh yeah like how many editors they might be like oh yeah i, I work for this youtuber um you know i'm relocating or something maybe they want to be like you know who knows you know you're finding somebody and like yeah uh like it was kind of cool we had two editors we had this kind of our workflow we work with a graphic designer and then you're like did you did you hire them like yeah i actually found them i, I managed or no they were all pre-existing so yeah just the interview process very t- tough to find because like we also these are some of our I like that you be transparent like bro it's hard to find this but you can find it yeah and one <laughs> of the things we want to do in vegas is uh I mean, we could do it anywhere, but we'd bring people to Vegas. Is we want to make a, a shredder or school. This is such an in-demand job. Like one yeah. of the greatest opportunities in the next decade is to go that direction. It's kind of the D Rock, yeah. you know. In fact, my friend Caleb Ralston was well, Hermosi, like, right? Yeah, it's now, yeah he was working right. for Gary. For Gary, I know. That's and now he's building all of uh, Hermosi's team. I see. And so, yeah. so that would be he'd be kind of beyond a shredder, but he's at that leader shredder yeah. manager level. But he can also do it all. He could be the model of saying, "No, this is how we shoot. These are the angles. This is what it is." And so, yeah, I mean, uh, and so we want to build a shredder school and even do like you need like boot that. camps for the the shooters and the editors and the producers. Like, of course, you could roll too, but you might just be like, "Hey, you know, go yeah. go learn from the Think Media team." Because it's Monday boards that's and Slack. It. and That's it? Yeah. That's what I need. Like, set, sign me up. I want to be your yeah. your first client for that. Yeah. Man, you're giving me so much game, bro. I, I, I appreciate it. On, on my thumbnails, am I – because I heard minimum words on the thumbnail. Like, the thumbnail isn't the same as the title of the video, right? Right. right. Yeah, you want to keep it as simple as possible. Rule of three, maybe a picture of you. And typically, no words if possible. You know, no words. Wow. Like, like it might be. I mean, if it's the Jay Z one, it's going to be Jay Z's face zoomed in quite a bit, and it's like rules of success, or it might say, 
You know, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business comma man. It's too many words, but I love that yeah. quote from him. You know, it's like, and so it's maybe some text. You can look at Evan Carmichael and Lewis House for that style of video. You know, for you, uh, if you can show visually what it is. So, you know, it's a picture of you. There's a picture of an ebook, and it maybe says ebook. That'd be a word. Yeah. And then there's an arrow that translates to a cool visual of money sign one with an M. Ebook mm. to one million with like your face, you know, <laughs> stoic or emotion and, and simple. Yeah. And that's it. I, you know, today we were doing some coaching with people and they were showing me their thumbnails. They got like names and social handles and logos of social media things and like little, all this kind of detail as if it's like, it's not, you, you got to get rid of all that stuff yeah. and just simplify it down to about three things. That was a, that was a study by the way, that that discovered the rule of three and best performing thumbnails for Netflix. You can apply that to YouTube simple as possible and let the title then tell the rest of the story and really hook people in because they're like, okay, cool. Ebook to 1 million. They read it how to, and then, you know, see, and they can click on the video. I, I hear people always talk about, yo, you got to do keywords and SEO, like keyword, like is the keywords in the title or is that in the description? Is that, I always hear people talk about that or does that not matter? Going into 2023, it's, it's a lot weaker than it once was. Okay. Still relevant. Okay. It's still like a skill set to know. Um, but it's, it's not just about like perfectly keyword title. It's much more about speaking to humans, even sometimes having no keywords and having mystery like, like, um, uh, this YouTube strategy changed everything dot, dot, dot with like a good thumbnail. Yeah. And so if it's a good video with good audience retention, that kind of video can outperform kind of search based keyword based videos, but there's a lot of relevancy to it. Uh, still, especially if it's very practical, ASQ, T, TSS, teach specific skills, answer specific questions. Um, if it's, you just, if it should be practical, then why not just make it keyword based? Yeah. Because someone's literally like, how do I, you know? You basically turned me into Batman. Like you giving me the tool. <laughs> you say you got 16 different tools. You already gave five, which is just, I'm not even gonna ask for anymore. That's a, I gotta download all of these, but yeah. I'm about, I think I'm about to be on another level with YouTube, bro. Yeah, Bruce and Wayne to Batman. It's time. That's it, bro. It's, it's the, time. It's a dark night. Bro, and I've been beating myself up, but now I feel like I can go. I feel like I got, I'm liberated now. You sat here and gave me these these gems. I'm going to get me a shredder. You know what I'm saying? And I I, I think I'm going to be uh, ready. Let me ask you this. Do my, for my channel with these, if I start with my three videos a week, should it be done the same day, the same time? Does that matter? Like Sunday at 7 p.m. we drop. Wednesday at 6 we drop. Or Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Okay. Uh, YouTube will show you in the back end that when you should upload. There's a tab that says when your audience is online. Okay. And so most days you probably want to post it at like the beginning of it's like different colors, light purple, darker purple, and purple. Like you want to post it at the beginning of. So typically it's probably, my guess, is it's probably related to your local time. Got it's it. probably your audience starts getting online yeah. around 5 a.m. most weekdays. And then it's a little hotter at seven and the peak hours in the midday and they're probably asleep at night. And that's not to say that you have an international audience. So there's other people on, but to get the video, the most momentum possible, you just kind of want to post them in that sweet spot for us at think media. Uh, we're on the West coast. That is what it shows for us. We typically upload videos at 5 AM Pacific standard time schedule upload. So that, that is not being done manually. They're scheduled ahead of time. They go live when we wake up and jump online, we, you know, answer a few comments, make sure everything's cool, but they're all kind of approved and ready ahead of time. How important is the premiere? So I see a lot of people do, when I was on Million Dollars Worth of Game, they did a premiere. They had a lot of people waiting there. I see some earn your leisure, they do a premiere where you go watch it first yeah. before officially get released to the channel. Yeah, it's not bad to do, especially if you have something really cool to premiere and people can get hyped. Yeah. But the mistake people make is there's no one there in the comments. The point of the premiere is to be there as the creator, almost like a real premiere. Like, hey, like this is my interview with Jay-Z. Like, you're going to have Jay-Z mm. on the show. Yes, I Like, you're going to premiere that. Like, yeah. people are going to be pumped. And then you earn in the comments, maybe someone else. The goal is to kind of build up hype and be like, hey, are you ready? This is the premiere. What people do is they're just not there. So it's like the first viewing of the video. It's not a lot different than just making the video live. Mm. You know, I saw Patrick Bet David, though, premiered his five-hour interview with Andrew Tate. Mm. And 
50,000 people watched the entire thing while it was premiering. Wow. And so that, I mean, it was an event. He had just got canceled, deleted off all the platforms. The fact that PBD had like the guts to even get into that thing. And so he doesn't, he, I don't think he rarely premieres his videos, yeah. but that was like huge a thing. And so that's kind of the point of a premiere. Is and I like, learned something. You be in there, your team responding and yeah. showing love. Yeah. And that, so, yeah. And, and they can even say, Hey, hit like, or people have ask questions and that, you know, builds that community. I guess my last question, I got an office at home and I just cook up at home. Like I just, I got the ATUM and I'm in there switching and I just get motivation sometimes. Wake up at 3 a.m., let's go cook. Yeah. And I I um, I saw Myron do it. Like he does a lot of streaming. That's some of his best videos that are yeah. stream videos. Like is it okay that I'm doing, like I'm not, I'm not scheduling these. I'm just going in there. I'm just... Five mistakes that cost me millions. I yeah. just did. I just did another one other day. Uh, the influencer fast pass, like how yeah. to make millions of dollars with Great. influencers. But I'm just going in filming them. I don't have a thumb made pre made up. I don't have none because the idea just drops on me and I just go. I just um, don't know if that's good or bad. I like winging. Do you, it. And do you use a whiteboard? Sometimes I didn't use a whiteboard for them though. Like uh, I do have a whiteboard set up best practices for that. I mean, one thing Myron does for sure. He doesn't always use a whiteboard, but he, that is, does that visual helps Got it. Okay. just because, and for you too, you too, by the way, Grant used a whiteboard, like teach, yeah. you know, it gives something, it gives interactive, gets you moving. You're yeah. kind of like right. Number one, number two, uh, teach. I would say, uh, if possible, be patient and at least try to like, you could do it more prime time and see if you can get the title and thumbnail. Okay. Because like the launch of that, like if we talk to Elon Musk right now and like we're going to do a SpaceX launch, we don't want to do it halfway. We're yeah. not going to do it with like half fuel. Yeah. And if you do a, a live stream with just no thumbnail and the title gets changed later, you're just, it's a sloppy launch. Mm -hmm. So you, but here's best practice. What you actually want to do is you want to schedule your live stream for at least an hour or more ahead of time. Yep. Preferably like three hours. The reason why is there's a notification that YouTube sends out to your subscribers at an hour, I think at 15 minutes and also when it's going live. But YouTube needs enough time to send out those notifications. Yeah. So then what also happens is when you schedule it, what's interesting about it is a really good written title and a really good thumbnail. I, I'm the same way. I have very successful live streams. Yeah. And as soon as it hits me, I just want to go. But what yeah. I've learned is, and I will do this I will do it solo. I'll use like Canva. Yeah. And uh, I'm also, I mean, have used Photoshop, but all the team has the logins and I don't even know my login anymore. Same. And so uh, like I, uh, I'll go into StreamYard and I'll, it's really easy to use. That's what I like. And so I'll go in and I'll actually select my Facebook, my Facebook group and my like podcast channel, my YouTube channel. I click three places. I, I've planned out a good title. I know what my points are. And I'll upload a thumbnail and I'll schedule upload for about an hour ahead from ahead of time. And sometimes I'll do that. Like I'll get up and I'll build that. And then like I have it take to taking a shower or whatever. Yeah. And I'll kind of like light that fire. Yeah. So I'll do it in the morning or whatever. I'll schedule it. And then I'll be like, all right, I got an hour. And then I'll maybe like make some coffee, take a shower, yeah. get ready, roll in. I got 10 minutes left, hit live. And I'm like, all right. And that gives it some time to build up. Now it's been populating in YouTube. See people are there, more people are there. Instead of just punching through live. The thumbnails really pitch the idea. So that's just like a skill set to learn. I wouldn't actually want to stop you from just going with the flow and letting yeah. your creative. I like but that. That's, Can my team do that? With everything you just said, yeah. they go up there. I'm using Restream. Do I need to switch to StreamYard? No, that's fine. And you know what yeah. you also could do is you should just have a template ready, like a good photo of you. And like you're figuring out like what are the three words? Yeah. Maybe it's because you could have like three words, yeah. like get money now. And then your title is like five ways to make side income. When and you like, say three words, what do you mean by that? Is that the rule of three you talked about? Or what do you mean? Well, as few words as possible. Okay. So right. meaning like you, what, what was what the ones you just tell me? Like I did. Influencer fast pass, five mistakes that cost me millions. Yeah. So for influencer fast pass, I would actually, uh, you could, the way you do the thumbnail, the, the title is influencer fast pass. But like the text could say, this works or try this dot, 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 because they see you, they see try this and then they read the influencer fast pass. So <sighs> you're not echoing necessarily like the strategy of what those words say. Uh, and so three words is just as few words as possible. What was the other one? Uh, five mistakes that cost me millions. So uh, five mistakes that cost me millions. Ideally, I would love to see like just you kind of looking worried. 
and then like a red arrow of money being lost or money on fire. Yeah. Like money's burning and you 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 look panic. No words. And that's it. Because that's that's a that'd be a, a hot thumbnail. Yeah. Like, you know, money's burning and, and you have like this panic face and then it's five mistakes that cost me millions. They see the fire, they see your motion, they see the title. The other thing you might say, um, five money mistakes. That's the text in the thumbnail. And then you have the longer title. Simple. And these those two things talk together. So if your team's ready and it's a generic kind of photo of you, all they gotta do is like change it out. Five money mistakes. Yeah. Try this. Yeah. I'm just told Plug my team we need a full time graphic person. Yeah. Just I'm like we can't got to stop. Like, we need full-time in-house. I, I yep. want my entire company in-house. Yes. Only. You mean local or in-house like they work for just you? Just work only. for me only. Like, yeah, so when I not. want graphics, they just bang. Like, I got an idea now. I need graphics now yeah. for what you're telling me. Yes. Like I want to text them that hit these up tonight. Yeah. yeah. I'm so going to go live tonight. Yeah. I feel you. So. It's great. But, but that's, I don't have that. I don't have that full-time graphic. Work. But, Sean, bro. Gosh. You drop so much heat, bro. This I appreciate it. and I just know what it's going to do for somebody. We got to do something together. I haven't figured it out, but I'm gonna put a link below, and I'm gonna have him tell you what he got going on. But I'm gonna put a link below. We're gonna have some sort of workshop together, something um, that y'all have to be a part of. Um, in my podcast, honestly, like I'm not even right now. I'm not making no offer. I'm not doing anything, but. We got to do something together because it's so much value that you just deliver. I know you're going to help me make millions of dollars off of YouTube with what you just told me here. I'm going to go rewind this episode, get us to my entire team, and we got to really go in. But tell the people what you got going on. First thing I need them to do, go get YouTube secrets. I'm talking about go right now. Go in the comments to say, I got mine. Like, I need you to get this on Audible and listen. Get the book so you can read it. Just don't play yourself. Don't not get this. Uh, but tell the people, man. Yeah, I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I mean, Sean Cannell rhymes with YouTube channel. Uh, S-E-A-N-C-A-N-N-E-L-L. -L. And yeah, get the book. Um, and that would mean the world. I know it'll serve you. I know it'll help you. And I look forward. Yeah, yeah. love what bro. you're doing. Thank love you the so audience, much, the community you're building. Appreciate you. And uh, looking forward to the synergy and the stuff we can do. To I can't wait, bro. I'm excited, bro. Thank you so much. Thank you. So listen, y'all, um, that wraps up this particular episode. When I say I, my goal is to bring you the most value, bring you the best creators, the best entrepreneurs in the world. When I tell you he's the top, you could tell he put his 10,000 hours and it's not even a guess of do he know his stuff? Like he's spitting things off like master. So please, y'all, make sure y'all follow him on Instagram. Subscribe to the Think uh, Media's YouTube channel, y'all. Let's take them to 5 million subs. And make sure y'all get the book. And in the comments, I want you to put, I got my copy, right? Send him a DM on Instagram, Sean Cannell, and say, yo, Neil sent me here. Here's my copy. I want to make sure we show him love, y'all. Because remember, information changes situations, but only with implementation. So thank y'all for tuning in. Please like, subscribe, share this with somebody. I know this will help change somebody's life. Peace out.